Beach House episode two. This is a podcast with a name. I'm your host, M. With me is my senpai, Jackson. Hello. I'm actually younger than you by several years. That's the joke. No, no I know. Yeah, that's the joke. <laughs> it's joke. It's joke. <laughs> wrong show. Wrong, wrong show. show. Yeah, no, wrong show. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, we are here to talk about Love Live, and you're going to ask yourself, didn't they already do an episode of Love Live? Correct. Now we're here to talk about season two and the movie. And we have a name. It's a real podcast. In going to be an infrequent podcast, but we enjoyed that so much uh, that we want to do more. So we watched the rest of Love Live because you know what's good? Fucking Love Live. Love Live's great. We were like, we have to finish this and we may as well do another podcast about it. Yep. Uh, if you want to hear our general anime takes about what we're watching week to week that isn't this show, uh, you can listen to The Great Gundam Project. That is our normal anime podcast. Uh, you can find it on our Patreon, patreon.com slash abnormalmapping. Uh, for $1 a month, you will get Gundam. We're watching Double Zeta. We're talking about Armored Trooper Bottoms. I'm talking about Full Metal Alchemist and JoJo's and everything else I'm reading and watching at any given time. Mm-hmm. I'm all in on anime this year. Sure is. I'm going to become an expert. Anime expert and Marco. That's me. Yep. Uh, I'll be the senpai then. <laughs> Truly, you will be the senpai. Yep. <laughs> This is dumb. Uh, You know what? Let's just get into it. Let's just talk about some Love Live. So we watched Love Live Season 2. If you want to know what Love Live is, I'm about to read to you a Wikipedia page that will explain that as soon as I get to the page. I'm going to keep vamping, but just a little longer as the page loads. So Love Live uh, is a show that aired in 2013 and 2014. It ran for 26 episodes. We're covering the back 13. Um... This was uh, directed by Takahiko Kyogoku. Uh, this was a collaboration with uh, Thank You G's Magazine, Music Label, Lantis, and Animation Studio Sunrise. This is meant to sell uh, CDs and anime and live shows, um, and it does all of that handily, I'm sure, because it's very popular and a video game, uh, which I continue to play every day. Um, still playing Love Live. Uh, I really need to watch Sunshine so I know who half the cast is. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of unknown girls. You know, 
Uh, so that is what Love Live is in general. Jackson specifically, uh, season one, the girls saved the school that they were trying to save because it was going to get closed. They did not compete in the actual Love Live uh, because of this, uh, but they were fine with it. Season two... We're back at it again. School is saved. What happens Season now? Season two uh, begins with maybe the craziest first three minutes of any, like, returning <laughs> anime ever. Uh, as point one, Hanukkah is the new student council president. And if you haven't listened to the last episode or watched Love Live, Hanukkah is the Goku of idols. Uh, just a complete, um, like, dits and idiot, but in the best anime way. Just, like, completely, like, going through life, uh, not a care in the world. Worst person to be president uh, of the, like, student council, but actually the perfect person to be president of the student council because through sheer will she will get everything done. At the end of the first episode, she stops the rain by asking it to stop. This is the power of Hanukkah. Uh, demanding it to stop with her magical protagonist powers. I was convinced most of this first episode was a dream, but it is not a dream. This is just the long nightmare we live in. So she comes out, she's student president, she has, like, a whole Disney song about, like, this is my life now, and then the plot begins, and the plot is there is another love lie, there is a winter love lie, they have another shot while they're all still at school, and it's the last chance, because the whole premise of Love Live is there's three girls from three years in the school, uh, and so after this year, uh, the third years will graduate, uh, and then they won't be the same group of girls anymore. Um, so they resolve to compete in and win the winter love live. Uh, that's what they're going to do. That's one last treat uh, for the um, for the seniors. Uh, the bulk of the season is a bunch of episodic like short stories about the characters. Uh, the plot itself picks up in like episode eight, uh, when to win the, the, this love life, they first of all have to get through the preliminaries, uh, and the preliminaries have worked out such as that um, uh, Muse, who are the uh, main group we're following, and Arise, who are the super popular school idol group who have like brought school idols as a thing uh, into the consciousness, are in the same preliminary in Tokyo. Uh, and they have to beat them, and they all they don't know how to do it, and they have to figure out how to um, write a song in order to do it, and it's Snow Halation, and they win, uh, and then they have to go on to the actual Love Live, but there's a, there's, there's a bunch of complications as, like, it starts snowing, and she has to, like, balance her responsibilities as student council president with her responsibilities to the band, and no one can decide uh, whether they're going to keep going after this uh, when the... Um, when the seniors leave and there's a lot of drama uh and eventually through the power of teamwork uh and every the help of literally every single person at the school hanukkah makes it to the show on time everyone resolves to be done with muse when uh the seniors leave they're not going to bring in new members these these nine girls are a team will be forever uh and they win the love live uh with everyone's help and uh go to graduate um and then there's a phone call and a big cliffhanger, but that's for another time. Uh, yes. Also, the school idol club is still going. And yes. uh, what's her name? Elise and what's Hanukkah's sister's name? Do you remember? Oh, shit. Hanukkah's sister. I know. I was, Elise is the one I know. And I just call her Hanukkah's sister. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm trying to find a list of... So, Elisa and uh, Yukiko, Yukiho. Yukiho, yes. Uh, yes, are in the club now, and uh, Hayano is made club president, and... Yep. Uh, because Nico's gone. And, uh, yeah, yeah, things continue. There are going to be implied there's new idol groups going to yes. be formed in school. But Muse was these nine people. It must be these nine people. That's just the way of things. Yes, uh, they, like, retire the name. And everyone continues to do their own thing, presumably. Um but Muse as a, as a group uh, will only be these nine girls and must, like, n no more, no less. Yep. 
um, uh, the last like three episodes of them coming to that decision and being sad about it, but very resolved to do this is some of the most devastating good feelings in the world. Episode ele- so episode eleven ends with like five solid minutes of everyone just bawling. Yeah, no, same. Me too, girls. To go. <laughs> yes, and you're like, Jesus, this is rough. Yep. This is anime graduation. Yeah, and then uh, Hanako goes and paints the Muse symbol on the roof with water and remembers that the first time they all practiced together, and that's also very sad and good. Yeah, like they're all fading in as ghosts. Um, you know, and it's just lots of warm feelings. Um, and then like a phone rings and Hana's like, shit, it's an emergency, and everyone runs off for one last adventure uh, to be continued in the movie. Yeah. But yeah, so which is all very good. It's all very good. But we'll talk about the show first. We'll get into the movie later. Um, yes. After season one, I know I personally was like, I don't know what season two is even going to be about. They resolved that the love life didn't matter and they wanted to be friends. How are they going to just like win the show? Like that seems boring. Uh, and then it was like easily a better season in every way, and it was fantastic. <laughs> also, the actual show does not give a shit about the actual love life. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even a little bit like you don't even know that they've won until uh like halfway through the final episode when someone brings out a flag and a trophy like i guess we won none of the other girls like groups even exist other than arise because they have a plot with them uh but they don't beat anyone to win they're too nice to like actually like destroy the hopes of 49 other idol teams (laughs) yep also they do not have the budget to produce a bunch more music (laughs) oh they sure don't there's only the one arise song and it's a real banger, too. I want more Arise songs. Actually, there's a few in the game, but um, there's only one in the show. I don't I don't really think so. It's mostly just new stuff. Okay. I would. I was. Arise are good. Yeah. Cool girls. Um, Arise are good. Uh, and they're very nice. They never become, like, actual real rivals. They just give them career advice and tea and push them to be the best Muse can be. They're just like the people who do this professionally, looking at these adorable... Uh, children trying to do it themselves but also like these these girls doing it themselves have inspired us to be even better because they remind us why we love being idols yeah it's really good it's exactly that like there's no subversion there but it's just the thing you want yes it's like the anti-speed racer (laughs) (laughs) yes love life is the anti-speed racer but in every way that maintains the same energy and spirit of speed racer. yes absolutely (laughs) equal and opposite Yep. Uh, but um, the bulk of the season is uh, like a lot of um, single episodes. Sto- I mean, sometimes I even like put two stories in the episode split by a uh, like the the commercial break because um, the yep. show moves fast, um, and they generally like will pick a character to focus on each time. And you know, this week's it's Rin's story. This week's it's Nico's story, um, mm-hmm. and so it goes through uh, everyone's everyone's whole deal. Uh, there's only one really bad episode in the lot, and it's luckily doesn't infect anything else with its badness. Um, uh, also, that episode still has really good stuff in it. Uh, I mean, that bit where they're all looking through the window of the rice shop <laughs> is a huge move. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, also, the like them staying late to fix the budget draft that Hanako fucked up because she should not be student council president. <laughs> And, the one- and then and then doing the thing that an anime never does where when the meeting happens she is just honest with them and it saves the day she's just like yeah we fucked up sorry about that it's really bad uh this will hopefully fix everyone's problem but like yeah, like as a compromise is everyone okay with that and then they're like okay sure 
Thanks for talking to us. Yep. <laughs> Never thought I'd see it. <laughs> it's the most. We've been asking for them to put Star Trek in Gundam for a year now, and they put Star Trek in Love Live <laughs> instead. <laughs> Just calmly explaining the mistakes and like the how they yes. happened, and it solves everything. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, so before we get into individual episodes that we liked, let's talk a bit about our power rankings here. I feel like I like every one of these girls more, except for Umi, who was a favorite for me in season one, but is now at the absolute bottom of the girl rankings. I'm kinder to Umi than you, but they take, cause I liked Umi, um, a lot. She's like the controlling one, but they did a really good job of like having that come from her insecurities and like her love for Hanako. Uh, yes in the first season and that's where like the conflict was but that conflict's been resolved so now she's just kind of the boss of everyone in a shitty way and exists to like do that in the comedic scenes um yes she's just there to be like weirdly fixated on stuff that doesn't matter because she's the type a one and i normally like that character but they just make her a buffoon and then in episode seven the bad episode she is actively the worst human being yep no she is the like because the episode seven is a weight loss episode which is i'm told a big trope in this this kind of like i haven't i've got the sailor moon one of those next the, well the first sailor moon one of those i guess <laughs> next yeah i mean uh, sailor moon is always like she gives a speech about how everyone should just be happy with who they are because it's sailor moon okay, thankfully good i mean love life does does that literally two episodes before the bad episode there's a song about that <laughs> yes uh, which is one of the better songs in the whole show it's really good um yeah but uh yeah i know it's a trope but it was really really upset me it was like i was not prepared for how like mean umi was going to be about people gaining weight when all they wanted to do was eat rice and honestly fair enough yeah i know <laughs> uh rice uh, rice is good you can't have rice with a meal rice is the meal rice is the, you don't bring me some extra rice it's not an extra <laughs> yeah no it's not it's the basis of all japanese food is rice like that's just the way of it yeah uh and um they're gonna pound mochi and give it to people <laughs> they did do that <laughs> yes they totally pound mochi it's great uh but i i, I so hmm, what we'll go from the other way because we both have the same like top ranking um so let's talk about our good old friend nico the greatest idol in the universe the best idol in the universe so Nico was like kind of just comedic relief, and we I I I liked Nico a lot last season. I feel like you did too, right? I like Nico. I was just a kind of like I was never super comfortable with the design and like the you know, uh, just the whole. It was where the uncomfortableness was. This is selling like horny teenagers to like men. Um, mm, I feel like the show is decidedly not that. Currently no. watching Evangelion, which is fucking. <laughs> sure the but, most that but like as a concept in all of anime right like that's just a thing that you like learn to ignore um sure but like i feel like you can feel when they're doing it and i know ne- i rarely feel like love live is ever doing that i really feel like it from the show but i feel like it as a concept is that they are literally sure but teen- like like teenage jpegs to a bunch of guys playing gacha games and i'm sure there's like a wide audience of girls as well but they're also doing yeah that. but they want to they want to give you statues of like them in their halloween costumes not them in swimsuits and there are the swimsuit things i know i've looked but i just don't think this show is like aggressive about that in a well, way that a lot of anime can no be. i mean that like that was my first impression and then like this season definitely mm-hmm. that was like that was never a problem luckily and i and um uh, as the animation got better i feel like i feel like nika was much better animated than this i feel she got a little taller in this season also <laughs> mm, i don't particularly think so but you know whatever um, uh anyway that episode is about nico going to like they meet nico's family yep they meet nico's family and they go to nika's house and she's like edited all the muse photos so she's the star because she can't bet because basically the three years before 
Well, the two years before me, she was the like idol club, but no one wanted to do it with her because she was the only one who really cared. Um, and she was too overbearing about how much she loved idols. So she'd like every time she'd go home, she would just pretend to uh, her family that she was a super idol at school and that was who she was. Um, so she'd had to like to keep up this ruse, had to keep editing like muse photos and stuff. Uh, so she yep. was the one, and they were all backup dancers, which led to some incredible bits of them like chasing Nico. <laughs> uh and then like running into um nico's sister who all of nico's siblings just look like nico yes. at different heights all of them all of her family does it's incredible yeah even her mother <sighs> just looks like nico but like in a suit uh the time where nico reveals herself to her mom in front of everyone is the best it's one of the best jokes in the whole show yes uh but in that episode she's like been constructing this lie at about um who she is and it's everyone it all has to come out and clung clean and she like has to do a performance with everyone to show that no she's not truly this like single super idol she is with uh these eight other girls and that is who she wants to be and she can finally reveal her true self to her family and they accept her and it's very heartwarming and good yep uh, uh that is a great episode rin also gets a great episode yeah. where she is made leader and is like i can't do this i'm not girly enough and cute enough to be the leader and uh Hanayo definitely leans into no you are cute and I love you so much and then they have a wedding song because they're so gay Too bad they too bad they're in a universe that does not know what sex is, because there's only two men. One of them's a child and one of them is a dad you never see the face of. <laughs> yes, one of them is a child and one of them doesn't have a face. Uh, yeah. But uh it is the gayest thing that has happened in this show. Um mm-hmm. they are definitely the canon pairing of Love Live. Yes. Uh, I don't know if they're actually the most um popular ship, but they are I think the so I I know that there's like a fanship that people are like mad about season two about, but I don't know what it is. What could it possibly be? 
I don't know. There's something that's like, oh, the show makes this untenable, but there was a ship that people were really into. I think it's what someone told me. I don't know what it is. Okay, well. Because I can't imagine any other ship that I'm, like, actually into in the show at all. Well, the only other ship that makes, like, sense, but I, I don't think it's as good as this one, is I know that um, Ellie Nezumi is a popular ship. Oh, sure, but they're just, like, they're just, they just hang out. They just hang out. They are buddies more than anything. Um, yeah. I mean, like, no mean to like erase anyone's like I'm coming to love life for the gay content but yes. the gay content is really them getting married in a song like that's basically what happens no one yep. else is everyone on that wears level. tuxes except for except for uh, Rin who's in like a wedding dress and it's cute and good oh, it's very cute it's very good uh, yeah that's yep. the song that's about everyone can be cute um, it's a good time uh, but those are like uh, I think my top three would definitely be um, uh, uh, like Nico Ren and probably Hanukkah. Um, I still like Maki. She doesn't really get a whole lot to do this season. Yeah, she doesn't. Uh, if Maki had her own, like, I was waiting for the Maki episode, but it doesn't really come. She just kind of has it together and is the rich one. Yep. Yeah, they just ask her for money multiple times. It's very funny. <laughs> and she, it's like, she's always like, why are they telling to me? And I'm like, because you're rich. Because you're rich, Maki. <laughs> and she knows. She gives them the money. It's <laughs> yeah, the right thing to do. Yep. It's a good it's in the movie, but there's an incredible gag where she's like, is that what flying economy is like? And everyone's like, fuck off, Maki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. Yes. Um, but Hanukkah as the like uh anime protagonist is very good. I never know whether I'm gonna like the, just those kind of characters, but Hanukkah pulls it through. Um it depends entirely on how much they are oblivious to their ability to use their power. Honoka is the most oblivious, so she's good. Oddly oblivious, but she has, like, the power to bend the universe to her will. Yes. She she is so powerful, she can bend time itself, which we'll get to. But that, that like, so she's, there's a great gag that is nine episodes in the making. Oh, it's a bit longer than that, but, um... So she ends the first episode, she screams, and the rain stops. And that's how they know that they're going to win the love life. Uh, yes. And then the snow is happening in episode nine. She doesn't know how they're going to get there. And then she tries to scream again. And then both uh, Katori and Umi look at her like, what are you doing? <laughs> yep. It's pretty funny. Uh, she does not get the snow cleared, but the rest of the student body does, as they have shoveled the entire path. They've so. shoveled the entire path across the city of Tokyo. <laughs> Yep. And they're all, like, cheering her on. As they rush to go perform the snow song that everybody likes, which is not the best song. I don't know why that's the one that blew up, because there are much better songs in the season. It's, their second, it's the second song they ever made. Oh, okay. That makes sense, then. Um, it is, like, the classic from the game when there were only a few songs. Mm. Okay. Uh, that makes sense, then. But that episode where every, like all the students start uh, shoveling the snow, and it's the you know, the spirit bomb type. All the people are coming together to make the thing happen, right? Like, it's it's just that yes. trope. Uh, it's very well executed, one of those. Um, yes. And you're basically just, like, straight teary from that right to right through to the end. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, during the Love Live, they are so popular, they are asked for an encore, and when they come to the encore, they are handed costumes that the student body made in secret, and they are the costumes that were from the opening of season one, and they just play the season one opening again, and it's the best thing that's ever happened. Yeah, so I was, um, we talked last season about how we saw that opening, like, I guess that's them performing at the Love Live, and maybe they'll go into that, and they do, like, eventually do that in this season, but the way they do it is so much better than you would have expected, like, the fact that it's the encore, they've already performed once... You don't like see it coming at like, 
Uh, like they do a performance on that stage that's completely original in new costumes first. Uh, yep. And then it's just this one last time, uh, like that, because it's episode twelve of their last performance, uh, and it's it's yeah, definitely crying all the way through that. Yep. Uh, it's very good. It's very good. Not at all their last performance because they perform at least <laughs> five more songs after that point. Uh, yep. I mean, it's the last performance in the show. They have another song, but it's uh, very out of canon. Just we're doing one more song. Yeah, Oh Love and Peace turns into another weird musical moment where they're like like a literal crowd forms around them in the street as they dance. <laughs> I, uh, I would have loved to see this show lean more into it being a musical. <laughs> Yes, uh, for, also, yes, that would be great. Because the seeds are there. They're so close to it. The seeds are there, and, and the movie, like, the, uh, gets The there. movie gets into that, too. Uh, but they don't They don't actually end up putting a trick on that. But I would I would be interested to see what that would be like. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, my general feeling on Love Life Season 2, one of the best shows of anime I've ever seen. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Yep. I love it so much. Uh, I can't believe that this is what happened when we watched Love Live. Yeah, no, we didn't see this coming. Thank you for putting it. Imagine nope. if we watched Utena. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I love Utena, but it would not have been the surprise that this was. Because no. I've always dismissed Love Live as like anime, like wife collecting bullshit. Uh, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they were enough, and then there's a movie. So I guess we're going to talk about the movie next.
it's time for Love Live, the school idol movie. Yes. Uh, this premiered in Japan June 13th, 2015. Uh, it is uh, created by Sunrise, uh, as I said. Um, same people obviously produced this at all. Jackson, what happens in Love Live, the school idol movie? So, after the end of season two, where everyone had graduated and everything was over, uh, a phone call is, well, it's like an email or a text is received. Hannah gets an alert. Everyone rushes back to the room because of something that's happened. Uh, and there's a new love life being held in the Akiba Dome. And they need the help uh, of uh, the current reigning champions to, like, promote this dome performance. And so they're sending the they're sending Muse to America to do a performance in America to raise the profile of the Love Live, um, and off go Muse like instantly to America. Like the time from I would like to, I would like to point I would like to point out that the phrasing of at least the thing I have is a local news station in New York would like to do a story we're sending you all to New York, which seems like a very expensive outlay for like a local news station. I assume they're going to be on like the Today Show, but also the idea that Al Roker is going to introduce Muse to perform is. The, also the funniest thing I've ever heard. The way, I'll get into I'll put a pin in that. Okay. Um, so they all, they all head off to New York, and at which point 20 minutes of plotless interacting with Americans occurs. Uh, uh, you mean the best thing that's ever happened? <laughs> I mean the best thing that's ever happened, and they just like hang around New York, and Umi still thinks it's 70s New York and is terrified to go out anywhere. Um, yes. Uh, Umi saw a taxi driver once and <laughs> thought it was real. <laughs> yeah, it's basically what happened. Uh, there's a lot of really funny um, New York interactions. The best one, because most of them are just like weird and like ring false because they're just kind of stereotypes of anime uh, like Westerners. The funniest one and the best one is the truest thing that's ever happened, which the random lady runs past them and just goes, Konnichiwa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're like practicing in the park and they run past this jogger lady and she very nicely goes, oh, Konnichiwa, uh, in the most American possible accent. And it's like, oh, you are the most New Yorker I've ever seen. Yeah, like suddenly truth emerges from this incredible cartoon New York. Uh, the uh, the two the two women who approach them when they're like in the little thing in like the little theater in the park and like, oh, what do you, are you girls a band and Honoka desperately tries to explain the situation in her broken English and cannot. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, so they train in New York for a bit and just go around and see the science. And the plot kicks up again, and then uh, <laughs> uh, there is confusion in the subway. And uh, Hanukkah tries to get on the train and like, uh, they gets left behind, so runs down and gets to the station, barely makes it on the train. But then she turns around uh, and th the entire other Love Life crew are in the other train and the trains go off in completely opposite directions. Uh, and she is stranded in New York and she runs into uh, a singer from Japan. Uh, who she can actually communicate with and can lead her back to the hotel. And she tells her about how the time when she was younger, she had a group that she used to sing with, but she doesn't anymore. They had to split up because that's how life goes. And you'll understand later in your own way. And then she mysteriously disappears when she when she is led back to the hotel. Who knows what the deal with that is? Um, when that's all done, they then hard cut to the performance in New York, which is not in the Today Show. It's just in Times Square... In, like, a giant stage they put in the middle of Times Square. Just a massive stage in the middle of Times Square. And because it's, like, a Love Live CG animated um, performance, it's, like, definitely got more budget than the show ever did. Uh, and it looks much better than the show ever did. But it still doesn't have an audience, so they're performing in empty Times Square. 
Uh, and it's very ridiculous. So they do that performance. They all go home. And when they arrive, they realize that this has been very successful and they're now celebrities. Like the Love Live is on all these screens. There's merch everywhere. Uh, the, the, this movie's approach to merch is very funny to me. <laughs> Because it like treats it as a thing that organically appears out of popularity when this is the most meticulously branded and like actively sold merchandising franchise of all time. <laughs> yes, though I do appreciate that season one and season two have the shop, the idol shop that just makes bootleg merch. And it's like, these girls are definitely not getting paid for any of this. Yeah, no, they don't realize that this could be a thing that they're being exploited for. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I found very funny. And then they get home and they realize that like Muse is now a thing that people care about more than just school idols like if they were to continue performing outside of the context of the love live and the rules of hell having to go to school uh they could just keep going and they all like revisit their decision to end and like what does this mean what is if we could just do this together what could we do it it doesn't feel right in these ways it feels right in these ways uh and the next part of the movie is because it's a movie rather than a 20 minute episode is about 20 minutes of them waffling about this Yes. Uh, <laughs> it basically becomes Honoka, like, basically depressed about regretting the decisions that they made. Yeah, because everyone agrees with the decision they made and doesn't want to go back on it, but they also don't want to stop performing together, and now they might have an option to do that. And they don't know the right answer, and Honoka just can't find one. And then she goes to Arise, and Arise are like, yeah, we're just going to keep going. I guess you can too. Don't mind me. Um, and they all decide uh, to to um, stop performing. Uh, like, they, they she... Um, no, wait, the first thing she does is see the woman again, right? Yeah. Uh, on her... She sees the woman again. She's like, how'd you make it to Japan? Because Hanukkah's slow on the uptake here. And <laughs> the girl has, like, the identical uh, mic that she left with Hanukkah. And she's like, oh, I'll give you your mic back. Come back to my place. And then she refuses to come to Hanukkah's house. Almost as if there's some mysterious reason why she can't interact with Hanukkah's family. Almost as if. So she's obviously future Hanukkah, uh, is what it is. Yes. Uh, and she's basically, like... Uh, coming to her from the the future like a vision of the future where she stopped performing with Muse and she keeps like she's still happy she keeps performing music but she misses it uh, and it's basically a way to remind Hanukkah like what these friends that she's made mean to her and how much she's going to miss them um, and this is how she like finds her answer but also if you ask me a bohemian New Yorker Hanukkah is the coolest <laughs> incredibly cool I want adult versions of everyone <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I want Love Life 10 years later. Yeah, for sure. I need it. I need it so badly. Uh, yep. Uh, but they all decide, um, they all come together and they've all had these, like, while Hanukkah's being depressed, everyone is implied to have off screen had their own version of this without meeting their future selves because none of them are protagonists. Uh, but they've all come to the conclusion that they're going to stop performing after one more performance. And this performance is not going to be, uh, like, for the this dome thing. They've, they've decided that's dumb. They want to do something bigger than that and more important. So they go to Arise and they're like, we want to do a team-up show with you. But not just with you, psych! Get to the back of the line. It has to be with everyone. <laughs> uh, and so they start, like, putting the call out and going to recruit school idol groups from like all across Tokyo and eventually all across the country and everyone keeps flying in and hearing the word that Muse are putting on a massive performance with everyone uh, to the point where at the big climax of the movie the word has gone out and there is an entire idol army just overrunning the streets of Akihabara uh, just completely everywhere sorry that's the most British pronunciation that words ever had um, but <laughs> entire idol army and she announces to her newly formed idol army that could take over the world that this would be Muse's last performance and everyone is sad but resolves to make this the best performance ever uh, and then they play the best song that is in the entire show <laughs> they all do that ah uh, yes uh, and yep. it's 
it's very good. It's very moving. Everyone's crying. You're like, oh, look, everyone's dancing along. Even Hanukkah's dad starts dancing along, but you still don't see his face. Uh, no. Um, the mums like all get together and do a dance, which is very cute and good. Yes, we almost get the mums in a group of their own, which would be the best. Yeah, which is what I want. Yeah. Uh, because all the mums that we meet are very good and cute. If I was directing anime, I would absolutely make a show about the moms of school idol group that create their own like band on the side in the weekends. Yeah, I want that, and then I want the version of that that just has all these characters as moms. Yes. I just want everyone as adults. Who has kids? Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, um, and then uh, they they all take one last photo and remember the time, and then we time skip a little later, and everything's a little unclear. And we go to um, we go back to the school, uh, and it turns out that at this point, uh, Alisa and um, shit Yukiho. Uh, yes, y- they are third, they years, are third years running the Idol Research Club. Running the Idol Research Club, all the students come in and they go. Like, this is a famous school because there is where the muse came from. And they saved the school. And then they, like, made Love Live into an international phenomenon. And that's what they did. And that was their final performance. Big quotation marks. Um, yeah. As we then cut to uh, backstage, uh, the um, muse all together doing their, uh, like, muse music start. Uh, Yes, it's like their first performance as like a group after they all graduate reforming. Yes, because they decide they couldn't they couldn't keep going while they were all at school, but now they're all free, and they can all get together and um, be idols together for eternity. Uh, and it's yep. that's how we end, and it's very it's good, it's good, it's good. Yeah, uh, this movie just a delight. Mostly, like them in New York specifically, is just my favorite thing. Yep. I could watch them marvel at New York City. Uh, apparently in America, all you do is eat desserts. <laughs> yeah, they just go to a restaurant and have cheesecake. Yeah, like, which, I mean, you know, cheesecake's great, so I get it. There's like three separate scenes all dedicated to, wow, Americans eat a lot of food. <laughs> well, it's like they let, uh, what's her face? Uh, why can't I remember her name? Katori? Yes, they let Katori basically pick everything and all she picks are desserts. <laughs> and then, like, while they're talking, they talk to uh, Maki, who clearly has just been in New York multiple times because she's rich. And she's like, no, we don't have to eat like this. I know where there are other restaurants. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we, you mean we could just go and get rice? <laughs> yes, because Ayano is so mad that they're eating bread, they she needs rice with a meal. So they just go to the New York City branch of the rice store they went to in episode seven. Yeah, I had never considered the... Um... To Japan, like the America, the food breakdown is rice versus bread. Well, of course it is. Like it's the most obvious thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. I don't think of bread as like a super stable food in like America or anything. But it totally is. It's just invisible to me. Uh, Especially if you're eating in restaurants, yeah. like you always get bread with a meal. Yeah, and um, I, I just don't. Th- I'm like, I assume it's like. Whereas I cook with rice almost every meal <laughs> yep. at this point. So you you are on board with Hanio's uh, screed about rice. Fuck this bread. Well, I I mean, like, I like bread, but rice is really cheap. <laughs> yep. So. Uh, yeah, and they go to the rice store, and Haneo could not be more happy. <laughs> yes. Uh, and that's good. Yeah, all the stuff in America is really good. I didn't know if that was going to be the whole movie, because you could get a whole movie. Also, uh, during their performance in New York, they, when they're in Times Square, you get an array of amazing, amazing, like, anime riffs Signs. on, uh, like, Broadway show yep. art posters. There's Harriet the Musical, which is very funny. <laughs> That's, good. That's good. Which just has the Matilda logo almost exactly. 
Yes, that's good. Uh, there's a father's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> there's one that I saw and laughed a lot at. Yes. Oh, God, what a ridiculous, <laughs> what a ridiculous yep. movie. Yeah. Uh, that stuff is really good. Uh, though the Hanukkah being sad stuff kind of drags as all anime movies based on shows that are really tightly plotted do, but that's fine. Yeah, like the, the movie is just kind of a little, um, it's just not as tight because it's done over 90 minutes long. Yes, but there is like, there's a sequence, of, there's like a montage song of them in New York City that basically has zero of the CG. It is just like the most hand animated music yep. that they've ever done in the show. It's amazing. And, um, uh, so there's a lot of songs in this movie because it's a it's a movie they have to have a bunch of songs they can't just be at the one at the end like all the episodes. Um, mm-hmm. So they have the two big performances, the one in New York and the one at the end, and then the final, I guess, the third one in the credits. Uh, yes. And then they have a bunch of insert songs, which are the group split into three. Uh, each of the like year pairings has their own song. So the third years have a song, oh, right, the second yeah. years have a song, the first years have a song. Did you not realize it went down that way? <laughs> no, no, no. I remember. It's just been many weeks oh, since I have watched right, this. Right, because you had to wait for me. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so we get like scenes, and th- those are the most um, songs written because this is a movie. They, like the songs for the game were written for the game, and then they brought them into the show. Uh, yeah, these are songs written for the plot that is happening. So they basically sing yes. about being in New York and how crazy it is, and how weird it is, and how they are like on top of the world. Uh, and- I do. I also want to point out we have not really talked about it, but this movie in particular has some of the best fashion in anime I have ever Incredible seen. Incredible fashion. <laughs> Yes, and they go and buy more clothes in New York, and it's just my favorite thing. If they could just go through, like, 30 looks in this movie, I would be so happy. The scene of Hanukkah in, like, the Apple shirt? Yes. Oh, it's great. Uh, there's a scene where they go to the big love, uh, uh, stat- <laughs> like, statue of the letters, and they do a live with their arms and take a picture. It's very yep, good. They do love live with their arms, and, and Bucky's the E and just looks really bored. <laughs> yeah. While everyone else is the most, like, anime cute, like, Yay! <laughs> I cannot tell you how much this movie is just a beautiful delight. Like, I don't think it's like as emotionally resonant as the end of season two, but it's just such a good time. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the, the main criticism of the movie is kind of a retread of the end of season two because it's the same conflict. Yeah, like, do we keep yeah. going? Uh, and like, that's true. And but as a I, yeah, oh go ahead. I was gonna say, but like as a one last round for everyone, uh, it's really good, and I like the place it comes to at the end. I uh I so when I watched the movie I was actually a little disappointed because I like the idea that they just let Muse be a thing that they did and went on with their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure I love the idea that they pick back up after they all graduate. It's fine. I don't. It doesn't matter to me that much. Uh, but I kind of liked where it ended. Um, I'm glad they went this way instead of like we're gonna have to Muse while we as a semi-professional thing while we're still in school because that's the wrong answer. I would have been very uh disgruntled at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it it does kind of cheapen the best part of the back half of this movie where they get the literal army of school idols and pass the torch to them like you all have the power now to be protagonists of your own anime <laughs> please watch sunshine <laughs> you know yeah i don't think the sunshine girls are in that in this movie no, at all not. but they, should, they have should have been they really should but i don't think they were like the plot designed yet there. yeah i think plot wise yeah. <laughs> a bullet point i have seen which raises into question a lot of the canon stuff is that they are all the Sunshine members are all at present at Muse's final concert, which is the actual real-life final concert that happened in the real world. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> um, there's, there's debates as to like online as to whether the ending of this movie is everyone picking up later or whether it just 
the final concert that you could go to in the real world like type thing. yeah final live final which you can live. watch on youtube yeah it's weird it's good but it's weird it's, yeah it's weird uh, i do like some of the performances it's good uh, i like how shit they are <laughs> they are not professional yeah. idols they are voice actors <laughs> yes so it gets like it really gets across like a bunch of people who don't know how to do this just like doing their best which is the love life spirit <laughs> yes <laughs> it's pretty good uh but yeah so yeah. no one really like I don't, know, I don't know how it falls in sunshine, but for this, it, it works very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a great time. I lo- The CG stuff, which has been up and down, but generally pretty good in the season, really shines with the giant army of idols, which you could never animate in a thousand years. They have a giant army of idols. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, they, they, do the, they never do the full song because they don't have time in the show. They just do, you know, uh, the, the one and a half minute, like, single verse chorus ending structures for yeah. an anime opening structure that just sunny day song goes on forever it's like a four minute song yeah and they have like the idol army and then it cuts to like all the people watching dancing and everyone dutching and then there's like a bit where they literally turn to the camera and tell the audience to sing along yes <laughs> which if you'd saw that in the theater and ever the theater started singing because the song is not that complicated it would have been the best thing in the entire world yeah no because it's literally just sunny day song over and over and over again yeah uh yeah i wish i had seen that thing. you probably you might get to see the love live sunshine movie in a theater um, maybe we'll see if uh i watch it by then there's so much going on but if they announce that to be like have a run you'll watch it in time yeah that's true <laughs> i don't think it'll that's come true. here because it never that doesn't really come to the uk as much but mm-hmm. i know love live original movie came to america uh there's oh, an inc- great. There, there's one review like on metacritic that was just uh like the arizona something uh, who just went down the list of movies about this week and went to see the love live movie and reviewed it <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's like what the fuck is this this is terrible this plot makes no sense and the lyrics aren't translated well is his entire critique uh, yeah well not for you don't worry yeah you've got to be a little in deeper into the weeb nonsense yeah um but yeah I, I really like the movie uh, apart from you know like I get that the middle bit like sags a bit as it goes through yeah uh, if this movie was like 83 minutes, it'd be perfect. Yeah, they just needed to tighten that middle section. Yep. But a uh, great time. I loved it a lot. Beautiful end to Muse. I will miss them so much. I know. <laughs> Heroes. Heroes all. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's kind of it. That's love life. Do we intend in the future to watch Sunshine? We do, but I don't know if we'll do a podcast on it. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. we watch it at the same time. You know, I don't, I don't have any current plans to watch it. I would like to, but I don't know when that fits into my schedule. So mm-hmm. I needed some time. After, you need some uh, time. Yeah. I've watched, I, like, I'm not I, ready for new girls. I watched like the first 10 minutes of Sunshine being like, maybe I'll go straight into it. I couldn't. I was like, these girls aren't getting a fast shot. I got to stop. You know, uh, they, one of them did claim to be an alien. Yeah. <laughs> you know about the alien girl? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. the The game tra- says that she's a fallen angel, not an alien. Okay, but, that's okay. Uh, yes, but it was she basically fell from the sky. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I guess they are way more on their bullshit now that they <laughs> that they could do yes. anything, and everyone's going to follow them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which fair enough, fair honestly, enough, yeah, no, as you should be. Um, uh, Chica, the, the main girl, is just the most knockoff Honoka I've ever seen, though. <laughs> extremely fake Hanukkah, false yeah. Hanukkah. Yes. Uh, who's already just like uh, fake Yui. She's even got the same <laughs> hairband. Uh, Muse produce uh, roughly a hundred times more songs 
What? Because then the Kaon girls do. If if yeah, if, like Kaon, like Hanukkah had to lead anything creative or songwriting, they would never get anything done. As seen in Kaon, they true. would eat tea all day, eat tea and cakes. Yeah, I mean that's what I want to do. So Where's my love life Kaon crossover? Oh, uh, I feel like I Kaon is like good in the fact that it's not this thing, right? Like it's super self-contained, and I think that's all right. Oh no, I know, but that's why I want to see these two crossover. Like I don't know, when one day I'll watch Kaon and be like you know i'll need to watch sound euphonium next to get my fix uh the thing i want is the kaon girls to meet future hanukkah that's the thing crossover that the world deserves future hanukkah and um the teacher's death metal band yes the fu- future hanukkah would get along with the kaon girls so well oh, she really would yes uh but that's that's love live um yeah that's the beach house for the day we didn't have a name yeah, last time, uh, but we do now. No, but we do now. Uh, you know, this is on the Patreon feed. It's on patreon.com. Do these go up on YouTube, Jackson? Yes, I don't do. know they if we do that. Okay. If you're listening on Maybe YouTube. Maybe you're watching us on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, you can find our podcast at normalmapping.com. You can support us at patreon.com slash normalmapping. Get our weekly anime podcast, The Great Gundam Project, for $1 a month. That's the important stuff here. Uh, we will have one of these in the future at a nebulous date to be determined about a very different kind of show. Either in, like... A few weeks or eight weeks because there's a deadline. <laughs> yeah. do you, eh, we'll see. Do you we'll get it done by on. October? Is the question. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, you should because if you like have a break between episodes nineteen and twenty, <laughs> you're fucked. Mm, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll just keep. We'll just keep going. We'll, we'll keep try. Uh, but no, that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Yes, uh, where can you be found on the internet, Jackson? I can be found at Headfuls Off on Twitter and at Normal Mapping. You can find, yeah, you can find me at em underscore being. Thanks, everybody. Uh, until next time. 